0: Game. Louses. Gallant shark. Disaster. Uh, forget the- Disaster.
1: Well, I mean I'm no doctor.
0: We now join America's most popular show
1: already in progress. Everybody loves Mitch and Sean, you guys are the greatest duo.
0: Fantastic. Welcome into another edition of the post-game pints podcast. Campbell Gallo brought you by LeBron's Brewery. Uh, check them out, LeBros.com for opening hours because it is always uh, changing in the midst of what we're going through here in Quebec and in Montreal. Curfews and uh, hours that you're allowed out and what's open and what's not open, where you can go and just pick up, go and pick up. But you can go pick up your Campbell play-by-play IPA that's right oh it's so good and look at that it says Campbell versus Gallo so good Uh, versus uh, the angry Gallo ale both of them you can get t-shirts if you want if you're a Campbell guy team Campbell or team Gallo if you want I don't know do you see Do you see what I bought I bought a team Gallo uh, t-shirt to to clean my fish tank (laughs) it's great though you can wear it every time you fill in for me at work yeah, I, I, I did the other day. I was filling in for you this past week, and I wore it on the first day just because it, it's a good-looking T-shirt. Yeah, it is. And uh, you look good in red, buddy. Ah, oh, thanks. I prefer the purple, though, and the boar's head. I think I think the purple and the boar's head is just absolutely beautiful. Uh, but I'll, I'll brought you by LeBron. Go check it out. And not just for the Campbell Play-By-Play IPA. Or for the Angry Gallo Ale. They have so many different types of beers. Whatever you fancy, I'm sure you're going to fancy these two beers. Uh, the other day, I just dropped in to pick up some, uh, some beers. And uh, I you, will love this. This guy comes up the counter and he's like, uh, can I get the uh, Campbell and the Gallo? But, you know, I was just there. And it was just uh, Catherine, who's been on the podcast before, and myself. And I was just picking up a couple beers and your t-shirt at the time. And I, everybody, cause you're social distance wearing a mask and I'm wearing a mask. Plus we work at radio. So no one knows who we are. And I saw him, he picked up eight gallows and four camels <laughs> and it's like right in my face, but he doesn't know it's me. Cause I was just there. And I was like, Hey, don't you want to get a couple more uh, camels? He's like, no, oh, I think I'm going to go this. I'm like, that's fine. And then, you know, on the way out, I'm like, enjoy your Campbell beers. You know, and I said, that's sure. my, I go, I'm more of a Campbell guy, uh, but he didn't, I don't think he, uh, I don't think he knew i didn't like you know do anything um, other than he didn't register no but one i also didn't you know say hey you're buying my beer
1: yeah know, hey or,
0: you know what uh you want just me to sign me that for you <laughs>
1: yeah i just sean i can't wait until the day where you know we could have a have a, a whole day slash night at labros and actually have our brews on tap and you know, just celebrate and talk to people and then socialize and do all that fun stuff. It's going to happen eventually. uh, But for now, make sure you check out uh, their Facebook page and their website to find out all the hours and when you can go pick up the beers. But eventually down the road, we're going to have a huge blowout party whenever that's
0: uh, possible for us to do. Well, well, Mitch, I know that we have launched the post game pints podcast and it's been in other forms before, but We've also, by the way, have plans for a launch party. So that launch party, get ready for it when we can have a launch party. So it is something that you and I have already uh, discussed. But today's episode on the Postgame Pints podcast is entirely Montreal Canadiens predictions. So we want you to go through them, make your own predictions, comment, like, subscribe. However, you're listening, you could tweet directly to Mitch Y Gallo, Sean R Campbell on Twitter with your predictions, make fun of our predictions. You could come back to this episode and say, oh, you guys were way off. Or you could say, man, you nailed it. Because it's not bold predictions. Bold predictions, you don't care if you're wrong. These are actual predictions that we're gonna care about all season long. Yeah, I'm still gonna uh, I, I'm still going to go off the uh, board with some of these uh, predictions though. So. Okay, sounds, sounds good. Because people love sticking it to you when you get a prediction wrong, and I think that's one of my favorite things about doing predictions is how much it bothers people when you get a prediction wrong more than it bothers me when I get a prediction wrong. I say Canada <laughs> was. I say Canada yeah. was. I, I also. I also, also love. I just. I, I said Canada was going to beat the U.S. in the World Junior Final by four goals, and they didn't even score a goal. Do you think <laughs> I care? No, I'm just Canadian and I care, but I don't care about my prediction.
1: Yeah. the The only thing about that is. No one ever gives you credit when you're right. They only slam you when you're wrong.
0: So it's it's really a losing proposition all along. This no, episode. no, we pump each other's tires, Mitch. Like that year that I said the Washington Capitals were going to win, and uh, Kuznetsov, Kuznetsov was going to lead the playoffs in scoring. You know, I was right. <laughs> I Everybody still hang on to that one. Yeah. There all right. Know. So so let's get into some uh, Canadians predictions. And by the way, if you have a prediction that you want us to go through, comment. And we'll go through it the next episode, that prediction. We'll clean it up right off the top of the show. So if you have a prediction that you would like us to get to, uh, why don't we uh, get to it? So Mitch, where do you want to start on our Montreal Canadian predictions for 2021? Well, let's just start with uh, the simple statistic, Sean. Who will sure. lead the Canadians in goals? Who will lead the Canadians in goals? I've, I've been saying this from the beginning since they acquired him. I think it's because he's going to get the most opportunities on the power play. Plus he's a forward. He's a shooter. He's going to be playing the off wing. That means they don't need him to play defensively. I am going with Tyler Toffoli. Now, does he, you know, you're talking 56, you got a pro rate. It's a 30 goal season. I'm not going to give you a number, but I think that Tyler Toffoli uh, can lead the Canadians in goals this year.
1: You know, Sean, I don't want to give away all my, uh, predictions but i have the same one there <laughs> tyler toffoli uh kind of makes me want to change it because i hate when we have
0: the uh, same prediction i would have uh, changed by the way i would have changed it if, if, if you went first i would have changed it yeah to so, so i'm, I'm gonna change i'm gonna change it okay and i'm gonna say uh Brandon gallagher okay because that's who i would have changed it to <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> that's who i would have changed it to right, i that means changed- i get to go that means i get to go first on the next one yeah yeah no, f- 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 of course okay so I would have changed it uh, to uh, Brendan Gallagher, but I got to Foley first. So to Foley Gallagher, but that's the race. And because it's a 56 game schedule, I'd like to say, oh, he's going to have a 30 goal. No, no, we don't even put numbers. It's just who's leading the team in goals. That's the prediction. Because if you get in numbers, we're going to have to start doing better. We're talking like, you know, if it's a 30 goal season, it's what, 18? Uh, Sure. Something like that. I haven't done them. I mean, I could prorate it right now, you know, if you want to take the time and wait. But we don't need to do that. Um, all right. So you get to go first on this one. Who will lead the team in points?
1: Well, I'm gonna go first on this one. I'm gonna take a guy that you're not taking. So kind of pointless. I know. I know who you're taking. You're gonna take Suzuki. I'm not going to do that. Um, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a prediction here that's gonna piss people off. Yeah. Because they hate the guy. I'm gonna say Jonathan Drouin leads the Canadians in
0: points. They hate the guy. No one hates Jonathan Drouin. Yes, yes, think. they do. Yes. No. He's, just, he's just easy to, you know, get behind. He's, he's his... the
1: whipping boy. The Montreal Canadian fans, I've said this before, Sean. I'll say mm-hmm. it again. They always need a whipping boy. Always. And yeah. before Drouin, it was Pat Turetti, right? And before Pat Turetti, it was, you know, pick, pick, pick your name. There's always – whether it was <laughs> – Breeze Bois or Gomez. They always need somebody to pick on when things are going poorly. is the guy on the team now. I'm gonna say
0: he leads the team in points. Look, you say that I was gonna say Suzuki. I've already made my prediction uh, somewhere where we work and I put it on the master trade bait board. Uh, so I've already put my name in. So I'm gonna I and it wasn't Suzuki by the way. It oh. did not. Suzuki uh, I do think Suzuki is going to get that opportunity and look if Jonathan Drouin leads the Canadians in points it's very likely Suzuki's number two because they're likely going to be on the same line all season long and they look the best in the playoffs but I think that there's a line on the Canadians that knows how to produce and there's a guy that led the team in scoring last year Thomas Tatar give me Thomas Tatar he's one of the most consistent players I know what I'm going to get with him and in a season like this I'm going with consistency uh, he knows his teammate. He knows his line mates. There's no uh, feeling out period. Thomas Tatar, Philip Deneau, Brendan Gallagher know what they're going to do, and they're likely going to get second pairing matchups, uh, maybe even third pairing matchups. So give me Thomas Tatar to lead the Montreal Canadiens in scoring this year. All right. I think uh, it's going to be really right. close, though. It's going to be Tatar. Gallagher's going to be there. He's going to be All there. Right. Uh, Drew ideally should be there for the, like, it's going to be really tight, but I'm just going to say Tatar is going to pull it out. Penalty minutes. Penalty minutes. I really, really want to say Corey Perry. Uh, I don't think he's going to play enough games. Yeah, but I don't. know. We'll if get to that good, after. Uh, but uh, I, I, I feel like we might end up with the same answer. So I'm lucky I get I don't to go think first. So. Uh, I'm going Benchrot. You're going Benchrot? Okay. I'm going uh, Joel Edmondson. Yeah, that that would have been my number two.
1: But yeah, I, I was uh, I was looking at this uh, earlier. And uh, out of everybody on the Canadians roster last season, Edmondson picked up the most penalty minutes. So that's, that's the only, the, uh, Ed Sean, you know what? A little dark horse in this one, um, Josh
0: Anderson, because he fights. Yeah. Well, here's, here's the thing with Edmondson. And I think, because he's on a new team, a lot of times new guys on new teams like to prove themselves. Think about Edmondson with Carolina last year. Wanting yeah. to prove himself that he's going to be a team guy and pull things up. Edmondson, uh, he knows he can be in the penalty box for a while, or even if he drops the gloves because you got Chirot and, and Weber out there. He's not high on the totem pole. Um, I think it's a good answer, but I'm still going to go with Ben Chirot just because of the the ice time. And maybe Ben Chirot just feels he could be a little dirtier uh, out there. So, uh, penalty minutes uh so what's the next one that you get to go first hold on oh here you go you get to go first this is gonna be a tough one there's seven teams what place in the division do the canadians finish fourth fourth they squeeze in at fourth. at four i have uh
1: vancouver one toronto two calgary three montreal four
0: i have montreal three and that is Toronto one, Vancouver two. Montreal no, right. so you,
1: you flipped them, okay. Uh, and I, so so we're, we're in agreement, Toronto's one, two?
0: Toronto, Vancouver's one, two? Yeah, here, here's the thing. I Looking at the Canadian division, and we know that it's tight, I think the Canadians will be competitive because everyone's going to have to deal with injuries, and the Canadians are probably the best uh, suited to deal with an injury. Someone goes down, they have someone to replace them, like already. And that's the that's, – they have NHL players in waiting, and that's one thing that they can do. It, their goalie goes down. They have a guy that started before. Not, not many teams can deal with that. Um, I look at some of the, you know, these teams. I think it's going to be so close. I'd be shocked, Mitch, shocked, if the winner of the division, be it Toronto or Vancouver, has double digits over number five. No, a, you know what? John... In a fifty-six game season with shootouts and three-point <clears throat> games, fifth place is likely going to be nine points away.
1: It's, 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 it's not, it's not only, um, the 56 games, but it's also this, the, they're only playing each other.
0: I know it's going to be only three playing each other. So for it
1: to be that much of a di- discrepancy, like Toronto,
0: for instance, would have to beat Montreal in all eight meetings. Like, I don't see yeah. that happening. Yeah, I know it's, it's, it's going to be so tight. So, and third place might be three points out of, out of the playoffs. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I, I think it's really, really uh, uh, close. So, yeah. So, uh, fourth and third. So, we both had them in. They just have to be better than three teams. Uh, what do we got next here as I look down? Oh, I like these individual ones. Who will have more goals? Arturi Lekanen or Paul Byron? Two players that are starting to be on the fourth line might be sitting out. I don't know. Paul Byron, hands down. Easy. Okay, my answer is Paul Byron, and I'm not gonna take Lekanon. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna take the same. But is it okay? Is it because Paul Byron's gonna play more games, or is it because Paul Byron's just a better offensive player?
1: It's because Paul Byron's a better offensive player. Do you think Lekanen's gonna play every game? Um no. No, I don't think he's gonna play every game. I think there's too many other options. Yeah, I I, I think, I look, I think uh, uh, Anytime, anytime you want to shake up the lineup and even make a change just for the sake of making a change, yeah. that uh,
0: Arturi Lekin will be a potential
1: guy that comes out.
0: Okay, how about um, how about this one? Who's going to have more power play goals, Gallagher or Anderson? Both. I like. I like, I like this to Be on power play too.
1: I like this one a lot because I think it's going to be close. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Anderson. Uh, sorry, sorry. Take that back. I'm going to go with Gallagher because I think he has more of a track record of scoring goals,
0: more consistency, yeah, Gall- more
1: power play goals in his career and uh, they're different, you know, but I, I think, I think Gallagher will end up with more.
0: Yeah. like I looked at the last two years of power play goals, uh, regular season and playoffs combined. Gallagher's at seven anderson's at four anderson was hurt for a while so i know that but neither of them have ripped up the power play goals and net front right. presence one of the reasons why they picked up uh cory perry uh, who could be an option in that conversation uh but we don't know how much he's going to play that's such a, a question mark surrounding the canadians uh the cory perry numbers so what how's this why don't we do this why don't we play a little over under game with Corey perry because yep. we don't know. Yeah, how much do you know that we don't know, right? So why don't we play some over number? This 56-game season, Corey Perry. I'm going to give you 36. Over or under games he plays? I'm gonna do with over. Over? I'll take under. Okay. Yep. I'll take under. All right, so how about this? Goals. You're over under? Seven. I'm going to go under. I'll take over. Yeah, that's right. I went under games and over goals. He's going to score seven goals in under 36 games? It's Corey Perry, man. All right. He's only there there to score goals. And maybe lead the team in penalty minutes. Uh, All right. Power play goals. Two. I'll go under. I have him over seven goals. I got to go over. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just mainly for those ones I wanted to be on the opposite side yeah. of you. Uh, any other ones you want to throw out there? Maybe a
1: comparison? Uh, no, not a comparison. How about this, Sean? Are we going to venture out and say any uh, member of the
0: Canadians wins a major award? Ooh, that's a tough one. Well, look, Carey Price—you got to think—it's always in contention for a Vezina, and you know he has probably the best defense core in front of him that he's ever had before. Yep. Okay. So I'm just – I'm, I'm going to throw out the possibilities, and then I'm going to think if I'm going to uh, – Philip Deneau is, last season, really got in that conversation of being a top five, six player in the Selkie, and we saw it in the voting. He didn't crack the top three, and those three players are still in the league. That are, you know, the O'Reilly's, the Bergeron's, the Couturier's. They're still there. He's in that conversation, though, and – he does – he will get more of those matchups. He's going to face McDavid. He's going to face Matthews. And if he has good, you know, outings against them, maybe he gets in that conversation. Uh, Pedersen as well, if you want to uh, throw that in. Uh, Romanoff and Calder. He's not an 18-year-old defenseman. He's a 20. He's got to put points up, though, and I don't think he's going to get that opportunity. Uh, anybody else that I'm thinking of for maybe you
1: could get uh, Josh Anderson for the Masterton.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: sure. Uh, and you could have, uh, you know, Claude Julien for the uh, Jack Adams.
0: Yeah. Hey, Canadians make the playoffs. Bergman for
1: GM of the year. Weber. Weber for the Norris. Sure. Uh,
0: Bergman for GM of the year. I'm going to go the closest is uh, Cary Price and the Vesna. If, if you're going to ask me if there's a guy that's going to win a trophy, it's going to be Carrie Price in the Vesna.
1: Yeah. I uh, I think that uh, Vasilevskiy is going to win the Vesna just because of the division he plays in. Yeah, like, I think Tampa Bay is going to beat up on their opposition.
0: So that's why I we'll won't go with Carey Price, although I think he's going to have a fantastic season. Oh, and think about it, Vasilevskiy, if they beat up on the division without Kucherov and Stamkos to start, oh, they didn't have the offense, so they had to rely on the defense.
1: You know what, John? How about this? You, know, you went with uh, Price for Vesna. I'm going to say because he's in a contract year, Philip Deneau wins the Selkie.
0: He could do it because of the matchups he's gonna get. And here's the thing, this is the only reason why I think there's a possibility here. And I know that I still think it's a long shot because Bergeron, O'Reilly, and it's really a it's a it's a it's an award that that you have to earn over time. And but he's getting into that conversation. The Canadians will put Dano against those guys, and that's gonna be his main job. He's gonna to have to put up points along the way, but he won't have to worry about it with Suzuki around and he's going to get better matchups on the road and the tougher matchups at home. Yeah, for Phillips and The team teams won't put their best defense pairing against the Deneau line. They're going to put it up against the Suzuki line in the end. And and that may open up things offensively for Deneau on the road and then at home when he has to face Matthews every face off and and, and Petterson and and it, I think it's I think it can go in his favor the way that it's set up if the Canadians are successful. Anyways, those are our predictions. If you want us to do more predictions, comment down below. If you think that we're out to lunch, you make sure that you're out to lunch. Comment down below. Of course, uh, the Post Game Pines podcast brought to you by Labrosse Brewery, the Campbell play-by-play IPA, the Angry Gallo Ale. Uh, make sure that you uh, check it out at labrossecom with all the curfews, and lockdowns going down in Montreal. Make sure you check their website when you can do your curbside pickup uh, to pick up your latest beer. Because if you're in lockdown, you might as well go get some Campbell. <laughs> get some Campbell in lockdown. Uh, it, I like that name of the podcast, but it has to be something with the, the Hats predictions. So what was your favorite prediction that we made so far? Uh, no for the Selkie. Mm. Yeah, do you want to you want to name the podcast that?
1: Um, or uh, how about this for a little uh, clickbait? Drouin leads the Canadians in scoring.
0: Says Gallo, not Tatar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tatar. Uh, cheers. We're gonna do this uh, all season long. We have got so much planned for twenty twenty one here on the Post Game Pints Podcast, YouTube, SoundCloud. Uh, google play you name it this is just a prediction has prediction episode you can come back to it whenever you want to make fun of uh me saying that Corey perry's going to score more than seven goals was it seven i said more does seven count no i said more right you, you said gets, more than you said more than seven who gets seven you said less so if he scores seven we both lose yes if Corey perry scores seven we both lose <laughs> Cheers. Well, how's that for your entertainment value? They've done their job very, very well. Awesome! No, 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 no. Hey!
1: Come on! VBF!